Welcome to KOAM Presents, a podcast produced by KOAM News Now and the four states' most watched news team. Welcome back, guys. Episode 5, here we are. Before we get into anything, have to thank our sponsors, Bishop and Hayes. They have offices in Joplin, Springfield, and Miami. If you've been in an auto accident, you know you need to go see Bishop and Hayes. You need to talk to them, talk to their people. Obviously, it's an important choice, um, and you, you know you can't rely on the ad alone, but go check them out. 417-302-8217 and Carnes Pro Tire out of Quapaw, Oklahoma. Any tire that you need, they can give you the hookup. Give them a call at 918-673-1110. And today, or oh, actually I shouldn't say today, I'm say this week, was a big week a year ago um and i know you guys kind of want to talk about really not only that but just big cases in general that you kind of have experienced over the years yeah it was a year ago this week Mm -hmm. it's probably the i I would say it's you know we in joplin's history there have been two officer shootings and where two people died Mm -hmm. and the first was the bonnie and clyde shootout on yeah. the south side of town. Yep. The, and that's coming up this next month, that anniversary of that. That's always a slippery slope because it's not like, anniversary, you don't say that. I yeah. actually just did, but it's a it's a day to remember, you know, because yeah. it's an anniversary, I think, maybe the definition, somebody can look that up, I don't know, but it sounds like a celebration. Right. And you don't want to celebrate something so horrible. Right. Um, and then a year ago when uh, Jake Reed and Ben Cooper were killed, in front of the buckle, just not very far from where our studios here in, in Joplin. Where were you when that happened? I was here. Um, one of our colleagues actually called and let us know about it, and they said that the person who had done the shooting was actually like free, like he hadn't been apprehended. Yeah. So you know, we were all looking out the windows trying to figure out. He'd what stolen one of the officers' on. vehicles, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, wow. and a gun. Yeah. Stole one of the officers' guns as well. Where were you? I was going. Everybody, I was going to the circus to do a story. Okay. <laughs> Why does everybody not like the circus? I don't understand it. We're I could understand if they were beating. Well, you don't want to talk. <laughs> well, I'm willing to take it on because uh-huh. okay. they don't beat the animals. I mean, the Zerbini family—they live here. You know what I mean? What are we, they going to do with... I think they have an old elephant, and she's really old, you know, so she's been around. They're not beating her. I and, believe that. And besides that, I think they have horses and... Is it birds? I don't know. I don't whatever, know. Whatever they contracted, those are the other things. And I'm sure the standards have gotten better. Oh, the standards are totally different. It's yeah. totally different. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not wearing fur either, you know, but... You put one on, watch out, you know, everybody's going to come after you. Yeah. So you were going to cover the circus. And- yes, I was. Sorry. Look at me going off on a tangent. You're fine. So she's like bringing it. me back. So yeah, I was going to do a story at the, on the circus and I just happened to be on range line, not far uh, from 7th and range line. And I had someone text me and then I heard a medical call because you can't hear in today's world, you can't hear police chatter. You can if it's an older agency that have old radios. But in today's world, uh, do you remember when uh, you got those boxes on your TVs in like 2010, those HD boxes? Mm -hmm. They would convert. So everything converted to digital, including those scanners that you could hear all the police radios. Mm -hmm. So since everything from 2010 prior are 
antiques. They really don't work. But you could pick up like Asbury. <laughs> they talk on there twice a week, you know, or Purcell. You ever, have you, anybody heard of Purcell? I don't <laughs> no. know. Everybody's like, what? No, no. So, but newer agencies like Joplin and Web City and stuff, you can't hear what's happening. So I, I monitor medical calls and I monitor the fire department. So it's because they use a different system. So, I mean, I heard immediately when they called for the ambulances and stuff like that. So I, w- I was there. I mean, the officers were still there before they were transported. Um, but one of our people we work with, Elmer, uh, one of our sales guys, I've known him for years, he came over there mm-hmm. to the – did you talk to Elmer? He, he left from here. Yeah. I mean, one of our – colleagues like I said called told us about it he heard about it and immediately just he's like I'm gonna go see what's going on and I'm like probably don't want to do that if the person is on the loose you know but <laughs> it all went real fast yeah but yeah he pulled up and, and sat by me I remember just standing there in shock and because uh, I knew what was happening and and I think as a as a journalist it's a little different because I'm so close to it you know and I'm the one who kind of does a lot of live stuff but I knew that they would be talking to their families immediately. So I, I waited, I don't know how many hours before I released any information. Um, and at the time we didn't have a news director, so I can't remember how all that went down in the newsroom, but I was like, you know, we should wait. Mm-hmm. And, and since we waited, I think it really, did you notice that we waited? Yes, I did. Because honestly, I was looking to see if you were reporting on it. Yeah. And I noticed that you had waited. I think you, if I remember correctly, I believe you waited till the evening news. Well, I, I think it was around. like, it was before that I did a live video yeah. um, from there, but didn't zoom in on, but mm-hmm. they were doing the investigation with all the, the number cards out on the, the road and stuff. But I waited till I knew the families had been notified and they were at the hospital and I'd gotten some official word uh it's really kind of it was a it was a bizarre deal because our point of contact for the media is captain will davis who actually was the one who stopped the guy that day Uh, he actually is the one who and who fired his duty weapon and the guy the guy killed the guy i don't know how to say that you know so say it correctly um but stop the threat Mm -hmm. um so he wasn't available for contact you Mm -hmm. know obviously (laughs) (laughs) and since he fired his weapon you know he was off work until the investigation was over because that's just protocol Mm -hmm. you know that's that's what they do um so i when i got that information and i but of course being there gathering everything i knew and and i'm i don't want to brag but i'm really proud of the way we handle it because it was respectful and it was Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. other people were so hungry to get out that information first and they were wrong you know um I'm not going to name names, but it was, it was kind of, disapp- I thought it was disappointing to see that, you know, I'm so hungry to release information. I don't care if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, people were saying that it was behind the building, you know, not even, it was just a lot of different things that people were saying. But, um, yeah, I stood there. I, I mean, I stayed at Kohl's that day until, uh, I think it was five when I was on the news. So I probably got there until maybe four thirty. It was kind of cold that day also. Yeah. So. Um, and I knew both officers. It's, uh, I, I have to walk this fine line, especially with this, is that, you know, I'm, I'm professional, but there's still people I know. And that's happened really a lot in stuff I've covered. Most usually 
90% of the time I don't ask people's names and and it's very sad, but later I'll find out their names. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I know that person, you know. But when I get there, most usually they aren't still, like let's say it's a, a, a fatal wreck or something. They're, if, if they went to the hospital and they, you know, with horrible injuries, I don't ask their name. I'm not, they'll release it when they release it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, do you know who it is? I don't really, that's not my information I need to know. Right. You know, but that day, I mean, I did know because I was so close to it. I know a lot of different people, but, um, so I don't know. I don't know if I've even processed it still. Does that sound weird? No, but I'm a guy. Mm -hmm. So guys are different. You know, we process stuff differently, I think. Um, but you know, it's, it's, I just keep myself busy. Maybe like I don't take time out (laughs) to really sit and think about things Mm -hmm. like that sometimes, because then I don't have to think about things like that. Maybe I'm not necessarily sure. Um, but that whole week was just, it was really kind of a blur and, and going back to that kind of this week, cause there was, we did a service on Wednesday. We'll do another service on Saturday. Um, so on Saturday, the, it'll honor Jake Reed, but he, they also donated his organs. So they're going to tell stories of the people that they donated the organs oh, to. That's really cool. So that's going to be, you know, the different part. Um, Jake never regained consciousness after he was, after he was shot, which is tragic and awful. Um, so, you know, he was pretty much obviously gone, but they waited because they wanted to, you know, he was young and, and healthy. Um, ben had different kind of injuries. Then he was declared deceased that afternoon. Um, horribly tragic also. Um, so I, I know it was kind of like the, in the midst of a lot of, we don't like cops things was kind of fading out. You know what I mean? Like people like, we don't need cops. (laughs) By the way, we need cops. You know what I mean? Like it it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. But, um, and it's not real popular to be a cop nowadays, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's just like a, a horrible situation for our quote little town, but we're not a little town. No, we're not. It's a big town. I think one, one of my friends said it that was interesting said, you know, these people that commit these poor, bad crimes, like they're not really from here. You know, that yeah. guy was in, criminal in Arizona. You know, he just was here. I think he had a girlfriend, etc. cetera. Um, and that's interesting. I, I think a perspective one of my friends had had, you know, these drive-by shootings and stuff. They're not really people from here. They're like right. outside crimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or people that are coming to town or they've lived here for a year or two or they – came after the tornado, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think the tornado maybe changed the dynamic of the population a little bit, but I know like, you know, hurricane Katrina changed their population dynamics a lot as well as outlying mm-hmm. cities, you know, where people had gone to. So, um, I, maybe, you know, years from now, I'll think maybe be able to think more about it. Um, but you know that I th- like I said I think we handled it right I feel like I did and I would handle it that way again and wait because that's just what that's what I do yeah you know other people don't do that but I I knew that it would affect also a lot of people that were closer friends than I was mm-hmm. with the officers I I mean Ben went to Carl Junction I dated a girl in, in high school at Carl Junction and I think we we're I think he was a year younger than me maybe two years younger um and then I just knew Jake because I saw him all the time. Yeah. He was doing days at the time. And, I mean, I'd known him since he started. Yeah. 
we talk about Arkansas because he's raised in Arkansas. Yeah. I used to be in Arkansas a lot and stuff like that. So go to the lake. You know, Beaver Lake is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I will die there one day, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. So, but there's a, there's a, it's, it's really weird. Be, and that I have to wear so many different hats when I'm out. <laughs> I know I'm not, it's, it's so weird if people understood. I'll have a lot of people say, what was your cameraman there with you? You know what I mean? I'm like, who that? What? Like, I'm the only one with passwords. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, it's just me. Yeah. I think I had my friend hold the camera one time and it was like shaky. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, I'll handle it. Yeah. So um, I, I use a gimbal, but I, I'm a, I write the article, I gather the information, you know, then you have to consider what a producer would consider or an executive producer timing you know what people are going to see you know like i'm not going to zoom in on the blood and stuff like that and but thanks to modern technology i can i can record something and just save it and then release it you know 3 or 4 hours later which is usually what i do but it's still recorded in real time or i'll voice over it so there's a portion of it that's live but um it's just more appropriate that way yeah so when people say you know oh my gosh, I found out on the internet, you know, it's like, well, you probably need to talk to your family and the next of kin before getting on the internet or something. Yeah. Because that's going to, that's going to happen. You know, people don't live on the internet. Oh. Maybe I do, but (laughs) anyway, but there've been, there've been a lot of stories like that, that I've, that I've waited, um, uh, you know, obviously, um, in the beginning, when I started it in 2017, I was just kind of, you know, fumbling along, I guess maybe what you say. And I didn't even do, like, serious crimes back then. Like, it's very funny. Like, I would be like, look, they're hiring at Hardee's. And I'd do, like, a story. <laughs> like, isn't that horrible? No. <laughs> or, like, ooh, it's a, you know, they've got a, I mean, I would write an article and everything and put it on my own website. And, oh, there's a water leak or this or that. And then every now and then I would catch some stuff. But just over time, I got smarter and, okay, well, I can monitor the police and the fire and kind of figure out what they're saying and what it means. Mm -hmm. Like, I never, ugh, it drives me crazy. Nobody ever gives me a tip when they're going to do SWAT. And I know all these people. I mean, why not just tip me off? I'm not going to do anything live because I learned the first time I really covered a SWAT thing, I learned the person inside the place where they were going to break down the door was watching. Oh, no. Yeah. So that really? really, oh, yeah, that had to change everything I did later because I didn't know it at the time. But then I did later that that person was watching. So what that what does that do? That gives the person inside the vantage point of like, all right, here's how many people are here. They've got yeah. the SWAT vehicle here. they got this here. It's super dangerous, right? Super dangerous. So I knew like I was getting too popular. That was a that was an event on um, it was on 32nd Street, 32nd Street Place. Uh Oh, I can't think of the street. Grand. I think maybe Grand. Okay, yeah. Or, or Kentucky or something. But it was some apartments on the south side of 32nd. And they were getting a, a guy that was wanted and stuff. <laughs> it was very, very weird. Because <laughs> I'd never, you know, I'd, I didn't know that that many people watched or cared, let alone the person there, mm-hmm. you know. But now if I do a swap thing, then it's delayed always. Because, you know, I don't want people, because it's always, you're going to kick in a door surprising, you know, surprising them. Yeah. But I mean, I'll show up afterwards. I just want to know so I can tape some stuff. But nobody gives me a, nobody gives me a tip. Nobody. On drives SWAT. Me, yeah. 
that, that works within the system. But I have, you know, a neighbor will tell me, and yeah. that's the only way I find out. A neighbor or a tipster. That's the only so way that I find makes out. me. I'm curious. Uh, a lot of neighborhoods in Joplin have their own Facebook pages. Oh, they're gossip columns. So the old neighborhood that I used to live in, I'm still on the Facebook page, but when I lived there, there would be <laughs> something happen and they would say, you know, oh, we need to ask Joplin News first. He probably knows. Oh, yeah. There are sirens going yeah. off or whatever, and the crime in that neighborhood had gotten so bad. Mind you, it's in the <laughs> middle of town. Right. They're wanting people to, like, have identification cards Oh, like in the their Gestapo? <laughs> Because they're like, there's just so much crime. There was like SWAT. People are out of their minds. It's ridiculous. Did they reach out to you? Do you join those Facebook pages? There was a time, you know, when I was kind of feeling it out. Like the neighbors app, the ring app for neighbor. You know that? Garbage. That thing is garbage. Because people say whatever they want to say and then it becomes the news. Yeah. Like the other night there was a shooting like right in the middle of town. No, somebody's car backfiring. Yeah. And when they sent me the sound, I was like, nah, it's clearly a Corolla. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I but, you know, by then, like, it had been shared like 800 times. Do you remember that time that lady said that she was at the mall or a gas station or something, and someone tried to get in her car and kidnap her and her baby? Yes. Wasn't that at Walmart or no? I don't remember, but it was all fake. It was all made up. All of it was yes, made up. Yes, I remember and by that. The time, because, you know, did she report it to the police? No. You know, and it was so bogus. It was sad because people do that for attention, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was shared like thousands of times. Like it's real. Like it's the news. It's like, it's not. That's a little thing about like TikTok. Like people think that these people are really investigators that are vetting their information, you know, that it's straight from the courts. Right. (laughs) No. It's not. They're just like, here's what I think. Like it's so... Like you've said it before, but that, taking that deep dive, everybody being the Facebook investigator. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do it because it's not, it's not, it's not real journalism. No. You know what I mean? Or people say their research is just reading Facebook posts. <laughs> you know, I have researched this topic uh-huh. for hours. A lot. Really? What Facebook uh-huh. groups are you in? You've been on the what? Microfish at the library. Do you know remember Microfish? <laughs> no. You don't remember Microfish? Oh, it's like a Ouija board almost, isn't yeah. it? Do you remember the Microfish? I've heard of them, yes. You've heard of it? I think so. Oh my Not gosh, all it. these children in here. It, it's, where, <laughs> it's where they used to put little bitty slides. You could only see it on a machine, like of the newspaper. And you would go back, you'd pull the old files, and it's a little thin piece of, looks like a, uh, what would you call it? it looks like a uh, an undeveloped picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, like and they would, strip. yeah. And then you would put, oh, I need such and such date. And then you go on there and you go look for it and find the article. That was before Weird. the internet. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was called real <laughs> research before the internet, before the Google. I mean, not everyone has court papers online. No. Like you not cannot. everyone knows how to, know, how to use Google. That's true. There's so many people that don't know how to use Google. And they just use Ask Jeeves, right? Because that's what I use. (laughs) Or Oh, gosh. (laughs) Never even heard of that. As you're typing on AOL chat. (laughs) (laughs) ICM. But um, like in Missouri, you can't read court papers like probable cause affidavits. You have to be an attorney or you have to be, you know, affiliated with the courts. So like a, a journalist has to go. They can request it during like business hours or go to the courthouse and pay for a copy of it. Kansas is just now getting stuff online. 
like they're testing it out right now. It's a beta okay. test. Wow. Used to, I mean, you might as well ask for a fax. And I'm talking right now. Like they're that slow. Wow. Oklahoma, you can see everything. They'll have probable cause. And a probable cause, you know what that is, right? It's kind what of. a detective, it's like a, it's a narrative of, if it's a crime, it's a narrative of what occurred. And they take the probable cause and they give it to the prosecuting attorney. So you have to have a, like a law degree almost to be a reporter. Mm-hmm. Then they give it to the prosecuting attorney. And then the prosecuting attorney decides, okay, do I have probable cause to convict them of this crime at court? Like, do I have enough information? Am I going to have, because it'll have witnesses on there. It'll have situations. It's a, it's a narrative of what occurred. And then the prosecuting attorney has to take that. They think, okay, yeah, I could get this charge, that charge, or this charge. So the police might have eight charges, and the prosecuting attorney, attorney narrows it down to three. Okay. And so they go to a judge and say, hey, can I charge this person with these three crimes? And it's up to the judge then to decide. So it's got to go you know, down the, down the line there. And that doesn't happen. Like Sometimes it can happen fast, but most usually it doesn't. It'd be the mm-hmm. next day. Or if the clerk is not, if it's Columbus Day, you're waiting. <laughs> See, there's a huge delay. And that's kind of what I started doing when I'm doing is because, like, the delay of information is ridiculous in today's world. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you cannot get a probable cause online in Missouri if you're just a normal person. Right. You know, you have to, you'd have to get it, you know. And I kind of understand that. But then, I mean, what's there to hide? You know, it's all public record. Just put it online, you know, because you'll try and click on it. If you pull up Mo Case Net, you click on it, you're not going to get anything. It's just poof, poof, dust. Every time you click, you know, it's a dead link. Yeah. But, you know, that makes it for real investigation. So people in Missouri, they can't necessarily see that stuff. But I find it fascinating and important, obviously, because you're going to know the officer's account of what right. occurred in, in those situations. Stop overpaying for auto repair. Come to Carnes Pro Tire just south of Baxter Springs where we have experienced mechanics and you pay no city sales tax. We also do alignments and we have the lowest prices on tires guaranteed. Carnes Pro Tire can serve all your auto repair needs just south of Baxter Springs. I'm Brad Bishop with Bishop and Hayes. If you've been injured in an auto accident, help is only a text away. Text the details of your accident to Bishop and Hayes at 417-222-2222. We will personally text you back and we can begin working together to see how Bishop and Hayes can help you through this difficult situation. Bishop and Hayes, auto injury law, it's all we do. I have a question about a case. Okay. An infamous case. (laughs) Oh no. And how you got the tip about it. And it is the woman that kept her husband in the freezer. Mm. Because I remember when that story broke. Mm-hmm. So how... That was pretty crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> walk us through how you found that information out. So I worked for a different media company at the time. Um, and so, you know, I get information, I get tips and stuff like that. And I, it's, it's just like anybody. You know, you'll see people, that a reporter will say, you know, Trusted sources are unnamed sources. So I have sources. Mm-hmm. So I had a source that told me I was there and I was just waiting to gather information. I knew, I knew it was something big because 
they Joplin has this big crime scene band. Have you guys seen that before? It barely runs. Like it's very funny. It's like wow. Like it's totally dying. And and then they crank up this generator on it to give it power. You know, and it's like oh, it's super janky. But they use that where they can gather all their information when they're building their case or they're getting all the evidence together. So that's why they'll spend hours at a crime scene. So it's always wrapped in tape, mm-hmm. you know, which I always tell people who give me tips. I'm like, if you see yellow tape, like call me immediately. Cause they don't leave it up for forever. You know, some places don't even use it cause mm-hmm. they'll go so fast cause they don't want the media there, mm-hmm. which I find so bizarre because you know, if you, if you aren't forthcoming, then what are people going to think? You know, true. Very oh, you're true. doing great at your job. You know, it causes a lot of questions for people and they want to know, you know, why didn't anybody talk about this? Or and people say to me, why were you there? Well, why didn't you tell me about it? I don't know. They ain't calling me. Yeah. You know, certain, certain police agencies, <clears throat> they aren't even friendly to the media at all. Hmm. Like a zero. There's one police agency I've never talked to them. Never. I don't talk to people, which I don't know. It must be working out for them. They still have jobs. <laughs> and I'm talking like a big, it's a bigger town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like a small town, but anyway. Um, so that night I'd gotten a, a tip from a neighbor that said, Hey, the crime scene van is here. And it says like, I can't remember. I don't see it all the time, but it says like a crime scene investigation unit, maybe. Pretty much every, every, all the big cities have these sort mm-hmm. of things. It's a, it's like I said, it's a rallying point where they, all the officers can talk about things. And then, you know, you go do this, you go do that or whatever they say. I've never been inside there, so I don't know. I just know that it's really janky from the outside. <laughs> I think, I think I've never seen it towed, but I've seen it pretty close to being towed a couple of times. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I need to put that in the next budget. Um, so, the person said, hey, there's crime. There's, the crime scene van is there, and there's tape up. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? A crime has occurred, possibly. So as I was there, I got a, I got a message from somebody, and it was like, the, the, in that house, they, the, the, the wife's husband is in the freezer. He's been there a long time. That's kind of what I, the gist of what I got. And I don't know why or how, but it still drives me nuts to this day. But when they rolled the freezer out, like, they turned off all the lights. Like, you couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. And the media place I worked for then, the media place I work for now, just saying, I provided all my own equipment. I mean, I don't have night vision, you know. <laughs> Other people, other, you know, I bet some of our TV cameras might. I don't know. But I'm not a camera person. I'm a reporter. Right, right. But I'm also a lawyer. Keep that in mind. <laughs> you know, and an executive producer, producer, writer. But um, So when they were rolling that out, they rolled it out super quick, pitch dark, like I couldn't even see it. But I knew what it was. And I could hear it on the wheelie cart going across the driveway. <laughs> And I mean, I'm laughing, but like he was not murdered. No. You know, he had a disease, which is very sad. And he passed away and he had made an agreement with his wife. And this is all in court paper. I didn't find that out that night, obviously, but enough of it. Um, They'd made an agreement that 
and I think it's the little bit of delusion comes into play that he was afraid they were going to take his body and use it for science because he had a disease. Mm-hmm. So him and his wife, they went together and purchased a freezer and that's where he would be. And, wow. and that's where he was for the different, it, some people say a certain amount of time It's probably about 13 months because people said that they hadn't seen him and he had made appointments. But at first they, they had gone after the lady because of, uh, keeping his social security. But mm. I think that she, I remember hearing that. I, yeah. I don't even, maybe either she didn't cash the checks or if she did, they were just sitting in the bank. I don't, I don't necessarily know if it was like an automatic, mm-hmm. it probably was just an automatic thing that goes into your bank, but she hadn't, she's like, Oh, you want the money? Here it is. You know? So there wasn't really anything criminal, but you know, she was a, wouldn't talk to the police and she disappeared, you know? And it was just maybe a day or two later, um, that, she had a real distinct car. You remember that? Yes. It was like, I can't remember what it was, some 90s Lincoln or Crown Vic or yeah. something. So, But it was under a tarp over at 4th and Connor or 5th and Connor. And somebody had called me with a tip saying, that car is over here underneath this tarp. <laughs> so I went over there. <laughs> I didn't peek. But somebody was like lifted it up because I, I don't trespass. No. Knock on wood. I have a, I have a, and I have a way that I know where property lines are, who owns what, and this and that. And uh, if police are present, nobody else is, then you can be a part of, you can observe their investigation uh, as the media. But um, there's a lot of times, like if, if, if there's a fire and it's, you know, like for instance, there was a barn fire in Diamond recently, where they own like 900 acres and it was in the middle. Well, I don't, eh, you know, I'm not going on there. So I just go home. You know, nobody's ever told me, why don't you cover that? Well, nobody knows about it, really. Yeah. Which is fine. It was just a fire and, and different things like that. But if it was a shooting, yes, you can, you know, the police will let you up to be a part of the media. Not just any yahoo, you know, can traipse in there. Because if, you, if you're if you at a crime scene and there's crime scene tape, you could probably make it on the witness list that you witnessed this or that and stuff. Um, that's why you... Do you ever see somebody with a, a list, like a clipboard, walking around yeah. a crime scene? Yeah. They're usually writing officers' names or investigators' names. That are, everybody's there. They make that list. So I've made the list a few times. Probably more than I even know, but I never really know. Yeah. But um, So that night, specifically, um, I'd gathered enough information, and I felt very confident about it, that I was, it was human remains is what it was. It wasn't a, you know, I didn't believe it was a murder. And, you know, you, you, they'd have to do an autopsy anyway. But I think it's safe to say human remains is 13, 13 months. And it's almost laughable, but it's sad. But that's a long time, right? It is a, it is a while. <sighs> I, I just think, remember how it was like. It was bizarre. It was captivating. Yeah. People were just captivated by it. So I've never met the lady, but I do know she is well-known in certain circles. So she would drive that Crown Vic or whatever it was. This is what's really, take a little bizarre turn here. You guys probably don't know this at all. She would go to like Ferrix mm-hmm. to get, I don't know, she smoked or she liked beer or whatever. She would do the drive through at Ferrix with a Shetland pony in Excuse her vehicle. Me. Shetland pony. In the car. Uh-huh, like a dog. It was a Shetland pony. Like... 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I guess they don't stick their tongues out, do they? That is iconic. It's, a, it's totally. It's it's legend. Yeah. So if you know anybody in the drive-through world at places like that, they would tell you, oh yeah, she came through all the time. Now that's a little eccentric, right? Yeah, yeah. Super eccentric. She had seven of them in her house, and that is at Twenty Sixth and New Hampshire-ish. You know, in the house. <laughs> At one time, and she would let them run the yard, and then she was told you can't have those animals in the city because they're it's a certain class of animals, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, I, I don't think you can have roosters in town because they're loud, or you yeah. know, they like to roost or do their thing whenever crow. Um, and I think Shetland ponies don't make the list of being approved, but could you imagine the mess? I'm just thinking <laughs> of all the things yeah. the mess, the smells, the yeah. how do you have room. With that many, how big are they? I mean, they're not small. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like I don't know, a hundred pounds. That'd be like a big dog. I mean, but yeah. like, you couldn't. Could you give that dog, that Shetland pony, a pup cup? See, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> right. A puppuccino from Starbucks. Uh-uh. A horsecino. A pony. Ponychino? <laughs> that is an interesting tidbit of information I did not know. But that proves the eccentricity exactly, of that yeah. person you know and then um a weird twist at the very end you know because she wasn't in there's was really no crime committed after everything you know she ran off well how do you know if there was a crime committed so after it all unraveled it took a period of months then she demanded to get her freezer back which i thought was just really but you know she was angry she never got her freezer back i don't know what necessarily happened but they destroyed the freezer wouldn't you? I mean. So what would the charge be if it wasn't anything criminal? It would be abandonment of a corpse is what they oh, call okay. it. Because we have certain laws that um, there is a law in Missouri. You can you can be buried by sundown if you're not embalmed or cremated. So certain religions. Uh, I see. You can be. But that's really actually, I think it's been on the books for forever. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're buried by sundown at that you can do that but so but you can't have you can't like leave the body there for a couple of days without getting in trouble you know most likely it would be mental issues is, yeah mm-hmm. but um that would be i would guess the only charge would be that or f- running from police you know which she did but I, i'm always amazed how these people don't run very far did she take the ponies with her I think the ponies were gone by then. Maybe she'd weaned them out. I don't necessarily know. But I, I don't think they were there then. But ask any of the neighbors. Yeah, that was a thing. That is, wow. <laughs> weird. Yeah, super weird. And uh, people, the neighbors had just noticed that he wasn't around anymore. You know, that they, you know, they didn't know where he was. Because mm-hmm. they weren't necessarily neighborly people. Um, which is which is fine. I do remember that house years and years prior. In the yard, they didn't mow very well, but they always had flowers because they were fake flowers stuck in the ground. I love that. Yeah. Me, it's, something I yeah. would do. And a big mermaid emblem on the house. Hey, whatever works. But. That's awesome. And, and always another thing, too, when you see aluminum foil on a window, that is a sign. Of something's it? going on. <laughs> Why would aluminum foil? They don't want you to look in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's going to completely darken a room. But if they want to, you know, you could put black 
on your and then put up aluminum foil. You know what I mean? But when you just see aluminum foil, come on. <laughs> something is going on. It does give off oh, kind of suspicious yeah. vibes, I have to say. And or I always say also like those blankets that are fuzzy blankets that are a wolf for curtains. <laughs> That's all you know what I mean? At Walmart you can buy those? Yeah. Like ten dollars. Exactly curtains. Those are about. curtains. No, they're not. But those, those could are be used curtains. for people that um, work overnight, so want to keep the sun out. But still, there's a class to it. You know, you could you could go and buy real blackout curtains, and then put the blankets over it where no one can see, just the people inside. <laughs> You're your going home. for the wolf? No way! I'm not saying the wolf at all. Wolf doesn't work. I'm or not a chief's blanket. Do that. A chief's blanket for curtains. That's, That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. I have seen a car's children's blanket for a curtain, like mm. tacked to the. Yeah, he doesn't do that. No. You need more than one panel of real curtains, too. Yeah. I see people put one panel. I'm like, what? One panel? Peek around that. I don't know. It's, it's weird. People got to Google that, you know, how to hang curtains and stuff. It's important. People don't know how to use Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Don't I don't know how that. to use Google. Just kidding. So that that was probably, for me, that case of, I think it was it was a big case. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I do remember that night, like, I was going to go live, and I was telling you know, people I worked with, I was like, well, it is it really, is that really a person in that freezer? I'm like, well, that's what my sources say. And well, who's your source? Well, I don't say who my sources are because mm-hmm. if you don't trust me, you know, mm. then maybe I shouldn't be employed here. I don't know, but I wasn't wrong. You weren't. No. And it was a good, it's a, it's still a good source. So, so you've, you know, that sounded too wild to be true. You found out it was true. Yeah. Now, there's other news stories that started as rumors that people wholeheartedly believed, like Antifa coming to town. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And you debunked that one. I still think people, there's a certain strata of people that don't like me, which is totally fine. I don't, you know, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to... Report the news. Yeah. So, if everybody remembers, what was that, 2021, I think it Mm -hmm. was? Yeah. Antifa was coming to town here. And like people were like, they've boarded a bus. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. Like I, people were you, going bananas. Didn't you drive down Main Street? Like someone, maybe it wasn't you, so I'm sorry no, if I offend you. But uh, someone drove down Main Street taking video of all the places that were boarded up. And I almost got, I had a lot of time on my hands. So at the time, you I, weren't was, employed. I was easily convinced. I was like, oh my God. What is happening? And then I, you know. So I think it was a Thursday or a Friday. I can't remember because, you know, Antifa was packing up and they were getting ready to come to town. But um, I, it was, there were rumblings of it. Yeah. They were talking about it. Um, so Antifa is a, it's a, it's kind of a loosely real organization, but they're more, they're going to attack social media and kind of disrupt things somewhere in a town or a rally or who knows what it is. But um, it's not really an organized group. But what had happened across small towns in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. towns smaller than ours, had become obsessed. Like they were coming to town, Mm -hmm. you know, and we're going to have riots. I I can't remember. Was that the summer of Black Lives Matter? With a a lot of that? A year after? Mm -hmm. It was, there was just a lot of unknowns, you know, at the time. I think it was before COVID, though, wasn't it? It was. It was after oh, COVID. So confusing. I, 
It was after COVID, maybe at the end of 2020, but I feel like it was at the beginning of 2021. Like after the ele- like the election, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. But that's why it's a podcast, so it's not all facts. Yeah. We're just talking. <laughs> Loose timeline yes. in that. So, um, so the FBI is in Joplin. You know that, right? They have an office even. I did not know that, yeah. but now I do know that. Yeah. So. They're here. Okay. They're here. They're here for you. <laughs> so if you know enough people, you know them. And who am I going to ask? Are they really coming? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Is that a good source, you think? The FBI? You I think mean, they're going to know? I would say so. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I would hope. Yes. But people were losing their minds. So that morning, I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was getting a haircut, slept in. I'm not sure. But someone had gone down the street that you're talking about. was not me. I know who I'm, it was. Okay. Had done, like, stirred things up, you know, a hornet's nest. And I, I think it was, like, one in the afternoon. And I was like, ooh, what's happening? You know, like, I wasn't really paying any attention. Mm-hmm. But I'd already checked out that Antifa was not coming. You know, no, they're not. And <laughs> definitely not. Like, don't, don't, plan, don't ruin your weekend plans. Yeah. You know. What would they have to gain by coming here anyway? Well, yeah, like, Joplin's the epicenter. Yeah. Precious moments, we hate. Oh, well, that's in Carthage. So, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm- no. <laughs> <laughs> Richardson's Candy House. Everybody go. <laughs> you know, Not like Richardson's what? Candy House. Yeah. No, in the old O'Reilly's. Yeah, that one. <laughs> like what? Makes it. We're not the epicenter of anything like yeah. that. Yeah. But also, there were other towns in like Iowa that were feeling the same way. You know, like towns that you haven't even heard of. You know, like yeah. what? But if you just Google it now, you can see the timeline of all these. Things happening at once. Well, they were disrupting things, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so it was about one in the afternoon, and I was like, "Oh, this is ridiculous." So I had called the Joppa police, the PIO at the time, and I said, "Hey, look at all this stuff that's happening." He's like, "I said, will you do an interview with me and you know say that there's no threat?" It's like, "Yeah." So I think it was going to be like an hour later. So I just I fired it up. And I went to look at the boards, you know, and they were putting them up. <laughs> and uh, put, put up the so boards. Sorry. I'm like, oh, yeah. So, um, and I was like, I didn't really say a lot. I was just like, you know, these people are putting up boards, and we'll have an interview coming up with Joppa Police Department, you know, if if there's going to be a threat. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I used the word. I don't, maybe I did, didn't use the word Antifa, but a threat of rioters coming. And I remember people messaging me like, this is no joke. The bus... It's like in Neosho at the Super Center. They're close. Like people were oh, saying no. stuff like that to me. And I'm like, oh what? Like really? I, I know people in Neosho. They would have told me if they were yeah. coming on the bus. Let alone like they don't, they're not really organized like that. They're just going to kind of show up with a mask on and throwing bottles. And I don't know what they're going to do. But Where does... Where does that type of rumor originate? Like, where, who gets that idea and then just spreads it? Well, I would say, you know, just whoever did, you know, they did it at a lot of places and they did it on purpose to disrupt. Mm -hmm. I can't even remember what was really going on at the time. There was so much in that. It was really, yeah, a lot of chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember specifically there were five buildings in all that were mainly putting them up. And then I looked at my app that I pay for 
you can see like who owns properties anywhere in America. So it's a special kind of app. And they were all owned by the same people, you know. Interesting. And so I worked at a media company and then my boss had said, well, you can't report on this, you know, which happened at other places that there are advertisers, you can't do that. So then you have the balance between media, news, sales, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I faced that a lot at the other place, but I haven't necessarily faced that here. So I changed kind of a little bit of what I was saying mm-hmm. without saying who owned those buildings, but we all knew who owned those buildings. It was a certain company. And then um, if I end up dead... We all know. Just kidding. <laughs> no. So anyway, um, like I went, I did an interview with Will Davis, uh, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, have you talked to the FBI? Yes. Are they coming? No. Is anybody coming? No. And people, I remember, like if I just Googled my name, like people were all these chatters, like just totally trashing me. Ah, oh, he's a hack. Oh, he's horrible. Even uh, a person that was like the assignment editor at our old TV station was <laughs> coming after me. I'm like, I'm the only one that did research here. Like, I can't believe it. Is that amazing? How dare you expose totally that amazing. Antifa's not really I know. coming. But then that entire weekend for like three days, um, there was private security at every one of those buildings. You probably didn't know that. Cause I, I did didn't not. Because co- I didn't no. cover it. But... Uh, they were paid off-duty officers at those buildings doing nothing but making like 35 an hour. But they were that afraid of something that wasn't happening. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's neither here nor there. But if people really wanted to know what was happening, I told them, you know, don't worry. Yeah. Because it's not happening. And it didn't happen. No. You know? It's, it's like that lack that. of information that kind of like you said kind of like whenever you're talking about the police it causes almost more fear not knowing that just kind of gets them gets them all riled yeah. up you know and i kind of tell people when people are all freaking out i'm like listen if there was a shooting i would tell you yeah even if i was on vacation in houston uh, so i took my mother to the doctor in houston recently <clears throat> it's not a vacation going to the hospital but um there was a shooting and i i knew about it and i posted a story about it like ain't nobody running around shooting up people Dope deal gone bad, you know, which that happens. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. picked the guy up later. They knew exactly who it was because the person that was shot identified him, mm-hmm. you know, such as just shot me. Well, you go to grandma's house, then you pick him up later. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's not like <laughs> yeah. rocket science here. But so many people want to stir up the dust and make it so much more exciting than it was. But the funny thing about the boards, I think, is that I, it was like six hours later before I even started talking about it. Yeah. Like the town was in a frenzy. Yeah. Frenzy. But I was blamed for causing the frenzy. People will still to this day say that I caused the frenzy. And I'm like, uh, I thought that I was the one who said, put put the water on the fire and said, simmer down, y'all. <laughs> Don't down. burn the town down. You I know what I mean? I just want to give you credit for that because after <laughs> I saw that like you had basically debunked it, I was like, okay. Because I did at first. Like I said, I had a lot of time yeah. on my hands. Yeah. I read a lot of stuff. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It's really happening. But no. then you saying no. I was, yeah. If it's important, or, then I'll say it. Well, you know. Yeah. But I, I had done my homework a couple of days earlier and I knew it was not happening. And then literally, if you Googled, you could see other towns doing the same thing. 
flipping out Mm -hmm. for no reason. And that's like those neighborhood groups, you know. I normally don't report on suicides. Mm -hmm. It's just like a thing I I just don't do. It's just, if people are going to kill themselves, they're going to kill themselves. Copycat things. I know people say that, but it's a mental issue. Right. You know, now I'll address people who are in a mental health crisis is what I call it. But I remember there was a, a gentleman who passed away who had, uh, this is about the apps. He had passed away after, this is something I didn't know that was a thing, but people will like go to a place and call 911 and say, hey, listen, I'm going to shoot myself. So you guys come and get my body because I don't want my wife to find me or her husband or blah, blah, blah. I didn't know that was a thing. Neither did I. Yeah. No. I do now. We all do now. But this person had called 911 and said, hey, I'm at this place at McClellan Park. I'm going to shoot myself. So come and get me. Well, they try and, you know, they, which is a, wouldn't that be an awful job of a dispatcher? You know, try and talk them out of it. And then you hear a gunfire. Well, that's, I don't know if they heard it on the line or what, but someone in the neighborhood heard gunfire. And so then it was an active shooter situation. Oh, my God. So because of the apps, like, and I already knew what had transpired, but everybody's like, active shooter. I mean, I remember tragedy for Mm -hmm. a family, active shooter. No, it's not an active shooter, you know, at all. Yeah. All jokes aside, there's a lot of jokes you could say there, but no. Um he was deceased. I think they. I think he was still alive at that point, and they transported him to a hospital where he died uh, quickly thereafter. But, um, you know, that's just those people that, you know, the sky is falling maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, the sky, is falling, the sky is falling. And I do remember I went live on that, and I, and I was very specific. I was like, he's not an active shooter. He was not shooting at anybody. You know, he was only a th- – and I say this a lot, but that person was only a threat to themselves. Yeah. And people – say oh that's horrible to say but it's true i mean that's what it is they're experiencing now some people if they're suicidal they're also homicidal if you know anything about mental health it's kind of like the same sort of thing they can switch easily you know what i mean Mm -hmm. maybe you don't know i don't know but they'll always ask you that if you're in a mental health crisis are you suicidal or homicidal Sometimes there's situations, we had one in Carthage just years ago, I don't know if you remember, it was super cold out, probably January, and this gentleman wanted to commit suicide by cop. If people have heard that before, have you heard mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'll rile up the cops or shoot at the cops, so the cops will shoot them and kill them. Mm-hmm. And this man was, he had told his family that's what he was going to do, and so he was he was looking for cops like and i remember hearing like sometimes i'll hear what you call a bolo it's like be on the lookout yeah sometimes that's not necessarily always a big public broadcast but sometimes i'll hear it on the radios you know those smaller towns and stuff and they were looking for this guy and uh he rolled into carthage and the highway patrol they they you know they were they all communicate i'm sure so he he pulled in like right by this Mizzou liquor in Carthage. And as he got out of the car, his vehicle, he was firing his weapon at officers, but he was, he died like immediately right there. He didn't hit any officers, but that was seeing that up close. That was something I'd never experienced. I mean, I wasn't there when it happened, but Mm -hmm. you know, in the coming hours, 
that was really, it was really intense, you know, because the office, it's what they do, you know, they protect everybody, but imagine if that guy was going to go do that, you know, kill his family, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that happens, Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff happens. And, uh, you know, they, they stopped that threat, I guess you could say, because the person was having a, obviously a mental issue. I don't know what it was, but it was, it was a man, I think in his forties, you know, that had reached a certain point. It's it's sad. It's very sad. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm not saying names and stuff, but I remember people's names like that, you know, just never forget, but I would imagine it sticks with you, you yeah. know, and too, you know, they, they are kind of feel hopeless and you know, oh, they, yeah. they kind of, that's always a testament to the, like, even in smaller towns, even as close as some communities are, you don't really, some people don't feel like they have that connectedness, but yeah, you know, it's obviously something sad to talk about. And anybody who's listening, if you, if you feel, you know, like you need to reach out to somebody, that's definitely, you know, your prerogative, reach out, talk to your friends, families, loved ones. Um, any chance you get, but I hear a lot of people complain about Ozark Center. Oh, they're not. Rah, rah, rah. I I think that if you if you take their advice, you're going to be successful. Oh yeah. But people don't want to take their advice. <laughs> you know what I mean? So for instance, because I I if it's not easy, you know, getting to a, a better point mm-hmm. like that, but you still have to do some work. You know what I mean? And Ozark Center is a great place for people to go to get help it's i i I think it's and you know if people are in a in a situation like today i've got a they have a program you can walk in today you don't have to wait three months for an appointment yeah and they have an emergency room for if you have a a mental health crisis they have an emergency room you can walk in a special one just all by itself Mm -hmm. and and that's i think that's that's really important Mm -hmm. but then again you know you have to put down the alcohol you have to put down the drugs you know and that's not easy and then when you can kind of clear your head then you can you know work on the the brick and mortar mm-hmm. stuff that you got to work on but exactly and anybody oh, there's tons of resources out there we're gonna have to wrap it up today um kind of go out on a low note but it's okay we still got one more episode um and then we're going to be making more content if you haven't uh, listened to the earlier episodes this is your first one go back listen to the earlier episodes earlier seasons tons of great content and uh finally we have to thank our sponsors obviously carnes pro tire out of quapa oklahoma uh check them out at carnesprotire.com or give them a call at 918-673-1110 and bishop and hayes Um, They are your auto accident attorneys located in Joplin, Springfield, and Miami. You can check them out at bishopandhaze.com or give them a call at 417-302-8217. And obviously the choice of hiring an attorney is an important decision that should not be based solely upon websites or advertisements, but uh, consider them regardless. Um, And that's all we got. We will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to KOAM Presents. For the latest content in local news, weather, and sports, please go to koemnewsnow.com.